What's up, what's up? It's your favorite sex and relationship coach, aka the pussy fairy, Azaria Menezes. So obviously you've landed on the juiciest podcast if you're listening to Getting Intimate. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you have a pussy or you're a mom or you're in a relationship and you're looking to increase that pleasure and orgasm factor in the bedroom with yourself, with your body or in your relationship, or maybe you just want your pussy wet and your relationships to be the cherry on top of your Sunday sex ice cream, listen to this podcast. I'll be sharing all of my knowledge, all of my ideas, my experiences, and thoughts on this podcast with you so that you can invite new perspectives and way more essential excitement into your life. As always, try anything I say on for size and see what you like and leave the rest. Let's get intimate. Welcome back to another episode of Getting Intimate. Okay, so this week we're going to talk about pussy gazing, the art of pussy gazing. I did a little reel on my Instagram and I was like, hold up, we need to take this to the podcast because we need to unpack this a little bit more. There is so much juice and potency in this powerful practice. So let's get intimate and talk about pussy gazing. So the art of pussy gazing, what is pussy gazing and why do we do it? So essentially, it's a very simple concept. What you do is you find a mirror, a handheld mirror, works really great, or you can go like big and use whatever mirror you have around you. And essentially you spread your legs and you take intentional time to gaze at your pussy. Take intentional time to gaze at your vulva, gaze at your clitoris, gaze at the entrance of your vagina. Sometimes you can use a speculum to enter into the vagina and just open the vaginal walls a little bit and you may be able to see your cervix. So pussy gazing can go so many different ways. And Before we dive a little deeper into this pussy gazing practice, I do want to acknowledge that for some pussy owners, pussy gazing can feel quite triggering, especially if you feel disconnected from your pussy because your pussy does not represent how you feel around your gender, how you feel around the body that you're inhabiting, Maybe you're feeling triggered because you have experienced any trauma in the past, any sexual abuse. So I just want to take a moment to acknowledge that all of these things are absolutely valid. And it doesn't mean that we can't create a version of pussy gazing that feels good to us. So sometimes what can feel really yummy is wearing a strap on and doing like genital gazing right like we can modify it so that it does feel safer for us and take what you love and leave the rest this is really just an invitation and a share for a tool that may or may not fit your turn on and your excitement and your desire and especially if you are experiencing triggers around your pussy from past trauma or past abuse, I highly recommend really using nervous system regulation practices, obviously getting extra support if you need, but this can actually be a really, really, really powerful practice 
to use and reconnecting to your body. Trust your body's wisdom, trust your body's intuition, and trust yourself. I remember the first time I did this practice, I just felt so weird. I was like, okay, this is like a nice concept and it's like a cool idea and I can like imagine myself doing it. But then when I actually got to doing it, it felt foreign and it felt weird and awkward and I felt so much shame around my pussy and I loved the way that my pussy looked. But in the experiences that I have had with my pussy and this awkwardness and this shame that creeped up in my body was like such an unfamiliar thing for me because in the bedroom and you know back in the day with my performative sex like I was like yes my pussy's amazing I love my pussy like da 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 but really when it came down to gazing at my pussy it was so vulnerable it's like you know you can just like make out with somebody but then you're doing some eye gazing and you're like holy fuck this level of vulnerability is too much for me and it was the same thing when I gazed at my pussy I just felt like so uncomfortable and I didn't expect all of these feelings all of these unprocessed emotions all of this unprocessed trauma that came up in my body to appear and so when I did this practice years and years ago when I kind of started my journey I just I just had so many tears and I remember feeling so much shame around my pussy and the experience that my pussy had been through even though maybe it had been already some years that passed after the sexual trauma and I was already like slowly into my healing journey and even just the expectations that I placed on my own pussy of like yeah you have to be tight enough you have to be wet enough you have to be quicker and you have to perform and you have to orgasm and I don't like the way that you're orgasming this way and you should have cervical orgasms and you should always smell amazing and like flowers and be clean and fresh and right like all of these things that all of a sudden just came rushing to me and I realized that I don't actually connect with my pussy and it felt really 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 intense that moment where I recognized that I don't even have a connection with my own pussy and it feels foreign and I feel like an alien and even though I'm looking and gazing at my pussy it feels like I even feel shy to gaze and touch when it's not performative and there was such a deep vulnerability in that and there was such a deep recognition that my pussy has her own identity and her own story and her own pain and maybe even her own feelings about me. And it felt so, so, so powerful at the same time to recognize that all of these feelings were coming up and to recognize the disconnection and the shame and the expectations and the pressure and sometimes even like the disgust around my own pussy and the experiences that 
I put her through (laughs) that I was put through without consent. And so, so much of this practice, this first time truly gazing at my pussy was just feeling, 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 feeling all of these things. And it was my first deep, big lesson in pussy self-love because holding all of these things right? It could have been so easy for me to just like look away and like jump ship and abort mission and like just, no, we're not doing that anymore. That was too intense, right? But I took a moment to breathe. I took a moment to shake my body. I took a moment to like sound all of the things that I was feeling, all of this fucking pain that pussy had stored, all of this shame that I was feeling, all of this like ah, this just doesn't feel like home. This just feels weird and I feel awkward and I feel, ugh, it just doesn't, it doesn't feel good, right? I was expecting it to be like spiritual and yummy and sensual (laughs) and sexy and like I was expecting to like really just whisper sweet nothings to my pussy and then I was just met with all of this emotion and all of this self-judgment and all of this disconnection that it was humbling to say the least and all I could do was feel and as I mentioned before like this was the first lesson in self-love for me because self-love is not just about like bubble baths and dessert and all of these things it's really about how can I be with these heavy and big and strong sensations and emotions in my body and not jump ship and abandon, right? How can I hold this? All these pieces that are coming up that so badly I want to control, so badly I want to judge, so badly I just want to like crumple up and hide away in a corner for no one ever to see or know or hear. How much can I just welcome these pieces into my body and let them take space. Let them be at home. Let them feel intense. Let them cycle through. Now having learned a lot of practices and processes to take my body through, it was incredible that in those moments where I was feeling so much, I had the capacity to just be. But I'm going to be real with you. I had no other choice. (laughs) It was something that just happened so automatically. And I think My pussy and my body and my mind were just waiting for this moment, waiting to be seen, waiting to be acknowledged, waiting to be validated. And there's so much power in not just like celebrating our body parts and affirming our body parts and like finding these moments of joy and ecstasy and aliveness in them. But even deeper than that, the power to hold our feelings and our emotions and all the like messy shit, right? All of the like stuff that's really hard to feel, all of the stuff that we'd rather not. What does it mean to hold all of those things? And so for me, this was an incredibly humbling first practice and first experience in pussy gazing and I didn't do it (laughs) for another month after that I was like you know what that like that was good that was good but I came back to it and I tried again 
And this time, I felt a little bit like more receptiveness from pussy. And yeah, still the feelings were coming up of like, I just can't believe that there's so much disconnection here. And then it clicked for me. It was like, of course, of course there's going to be disconnection here. There's a whole other expectation that I'm setting on my pussy once again to like feel something, to show me something, to be something. When actually pussy wants to grieve. Pussy just wants to like allow all of these feelings that have been held in her cells and her muscles and her in her womb and her the vaginal walls and the vulva wherever, right? This is just taking some space to feel and this is taking some space to complete a stress cycle. And I just sat there and I thanked my pussy and I apologized to my pussy. And I said, allow me to feel whatever comes up and I'll hold it and I'll shake and I'll sound and I'll cry for us. I'll move for us. I'll breathe for us. I'll sound for us. And I spent so much of this time just like moving my body as these experiences came up and these memories came up. And I really worked on my grounding and on my breath. And it was intense. And then there was a moment where it almost felt like a pause. Like an exhale. And I looked at my pussy. And for the first time, I could see so much power and fragility and beauty and strength and rawness and I was like wow this is such an incredible part of my body like this is the part of my body that gives me so much pleasure this is the part of my body that gives me so much insight on what I want and what I don't want this is such a resilient beautiful and whole piece of my body And there's so much that this peace can hold in terms of receiving and surrendering. And this piece of my body is actually such a compass of my pleasure and such a gorgeous devotion to my turn-on. And in that moment, I was like, you know what? We need to to be on one team here. Pussy was like not really on board because... It was going to take a little while until I felt really connected with my pussy and my pussy like built that trust and rapport with myself because so many times I had ignored what my pussy wanted and what my pussy needed and I just pushed through and through and through. And so sometimes this can create like a disconnection to our body because there's this trust piece here, right? Like, okay, every time... We are going to have sex. Maybe there's just tension because Azaria just pushes us through anyways. And so we just have to like hold on tight, right? And so this is just like a place that was coming from just not honoring my body. Like not even talking about any any abuse or any trauma in the past, but just myself, my moments of not self-honoring. But when I really connected to my pussy... I started to notice the sensations really come alive. I noticed that when I gazed at pussy, 
and appreciated pussy and complimented pussy and affirmed pussy and also held space for my pussy and honored pussy's time and needs and desires. It was almost like this translated into so much more aliveness in my intimacy and in the bedroom and in my cycles and in my ovulation fluid and all of that. It's almost like I was creating this beautiful, vibrant equilibrium in my body by building this relationship with my pussy. When we celebrate something, right? When we affirm our body, when we celebrate ourselves, this is an opportunity for your cells and your body parts and for you to just really come alive. And especially when it comes to our genitals, it's like something that we ignore so much. It's something that we only connect to when there's an expectation or there's something wrong or there's like a judgment or something. But what would it look like if we connected to our genitals more from like a ritual, intentional, juicy place? And whatever you feel or don't feel is enough. And just by gazing, right? Sharing silence with your pussy and noticing the things that come up, right? Maybe you don't like the way your pussy looks and it's like, oh oh my gosh, I'm gazing at my pussy and I don't know, like one side is longer than the other or why does my clitoris look like that? Or, right, like there's so many things that could come up. And these things are really just invitations to go deeper. Like, oh, wow, there's this part of me that really, that really feels shame around the way my pussy looks. Let's just take a moment to let that have space. And also, I know that there's a part of me that celebrates my pussy's uniqueness. I know there's a part of me that celebrates my clitoris, Not because of how it looks, but maybe because of how it makes me feel, right? And so we start to recognize our thoughts, our stories, our beliefs, our patterns that we have around our body. And we can do this with any part of our body, right? But we carry so many stories and beliefs around our body that we don't even know we carry until we have the opportunity or we're prompted to think about it. And so pussy gazing is such an incredible and easy way to connect with that. I remember when I, the first time I looked at my cervix, I was scared. Like I didn't even want to look at my cervix. (laughs) I had the, the, um, what do you call it? Speculum for so long and it just got dusty in the closet and the reason was my fear. Like I didn't want to like open up my vagina with like a speculum and look inside it just it just felt freaky to me but then when I did I was like wow this is so fucking incredible like I literally can see my own cervix and it's oh it's amazing and knowing all of the pleasure that my cervix can give me and just understanding what that looks like and what it feels like it was so 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 beautiful And so sometimes it's absolutely normal to have those fears and those thoughts around our body, around our pussies. And know that the relationship that you create with your body, 
the more opportunities you take to celebrate your body, the more intentional time you create with your body, your body's going to give you that back like 10 times over. Imagine you celebrated your whole body. Imagine you celebrated your pussy like every day you affirmed how amazing and how beautiful and how like full of aliveness and like full of sensations and like beauty and like mm, your pussy is like every day. Tell me that's not going to affect how you feel in the bedroom because your brain is now connecting all of these amazing qualities to your pussy. And then when your brain notices sensation or anything happening in there, it'll automatically connect those images. So it's almost like you're creating a little like a, a like a pussy hack. <laughs> right? And it's it's so true. Like the more we practice celebration of our bodies, the better we feel. Like it's a fact. And of course, we want to acknowledge that sometimes there's just hard feelings and sometimes there's things that we want to change and sometimes there's shit that we don't like and that's okay like you get to feel both and one doesn't cancel out the other and the other thing doesn't cancel out the other one doesn't make the other wrong like you get to feel both but the choice that you make the like the action that you take doesn't need to be dictated by the thing that you want to judge or control right so maybe I feel a certain way about my pussy and I'm also celebrating my pussy. But the way that I feel about my pussy and maybe like it's in a way that I don't really like it or let's say, I don't know, I wish I had juicier inner lips, right? I'm not going to let that stop me from affirming my pussy's beauty and affirming my pleasure and sensation and the look of my pussy. But if I get stuck in just focusing on wishing my inner labia would just be, I don't know, more juicy, then we're moving into a space of judgment and we're moving into a space of shame and we're moving into a space of closing. We can take action from an empowered place. We can take action from a place that can affirm and find something good and delicious about our pussies. Because the truth is, your pussy is amazing. The truth is, your pussy is divine. The truth is, your pussy is meant to be adorned and validated and affirmed in all the juicy ways. Because here's the thing that I see in so much of the body positive slash personal development slash whatever communities it's like we want to throw away all the things that we judge all of the like feelings that we don't want to hear all of our anger all of our shame and we just want to get rid of it and then we want to move past it to enlightenment to like yes I don't have any shit because I let go of that I released it and then when it comes up again We make ourselves wrong for it because it's like, oh my God, I already worked through that. Like, why is it back? And then it just goes into a whole crisis. First of all, we are human and we get to be fucking messy. The trick is learning how to hold space for our messiness. Learning how to 
self-love and self-soothe and self-regulate through the mess, learning how to reach out for support through the mess, learning how to create space so that we can feel out the mess because it's going to come up and it's there. So full fucking permission slip. You get to feel however you feel about your pussy as you're gazing at it. But you still get to fucking celebrate your pussy. You still get to celebrate your pleasure, whatever that looks like. We don't want to make anything wrong or we don't want to judge ourselves for feeling a certain way or not feeling a certain way. But as we're doing this, we're cultivating our internal, emotional, uh, somatic, space-holding capabilities. We're expanding our capacity to hold bigger and greater space for all of these feelings. And it'll be so much easier to process and allow that to integrate and to complete rather than trying to repress it, trying to change it, try to control it. But back to the pussy gazing practice, get your mirror, spread your legs and gaze at your pussy and notice what comes up. Notice the thoughts in your head, the feelings that are coming up in your body, the things that you want to avoid with your gaze. Maybe you want to like quickly do it and be done with it. Maybe you're like in awe of your pussy. I highly recommend you try this practice out and then maybe even just journal after and just write down all the thoughts that came up. Sometimes it's really good to just gaze and breathe. Breathe with anything that comes up. We don't want to make it like mean anything, right? We're just being with our pussies because someday it could be different. Like some days you could be like, wow, I'm really fucking vibing with my pussy today. And then the next day you're like, holy shit. Why is my pussy not juicy enough when I need it? Right? Like you can, you can be in a different mood the next day. So just breathing and sitting with what's there and gazing at your pussy And noticing what comes up can be a beautiful compass in what's coming up for you. Also, once you get really good and connected to pussy, it can be really fun to make decisions from pussy. So I pretty much make all of my decisions from my pussy. I feel into my body. I feel into my pussy. I cut my pussy. And I ask pussy, what do you think? Like, what is it for you? And she makes the fucking choice because I want to empower pussy's autonomy, her sovereignty, her empowerment, her yeses, her noes. And it feels so good to have this fucking oracle between my legs. Like, yes, there's so, so much wisdom in that. And there's so much intuition Right, And whatever way you want to connect with your pussy, it's going to be so, so profound to really deepen and open your relationship with your pussy because pussy is just like, pussy's such a giver. Pussy's also a receiver, but she also gives. And so the more you like feed into pussy when it comes to like, think of like your affirmations and your gaze as like a big juicy something that you want inside of your pussy 
And like with every bit of devotion, with every affirmation, with every loving gaze, with every like celebration, you're penetrating your pussy's consciousness. And pussy loves, loves, loves to surrender and receive. And the more pussy receives all of this, the more pussy is going to respond and give back to you. So it's like a gorgeous cycle. So I hope this episode inspires you to start your own pussy gazing practice. Whatever way that looks like for you, whatever way it shows up, whatever way you don't feel anything and you're just looking and you're like, wow, this is crickets, definitely expected more. Or maybe it's just really profound and shows you so much of your inner world. Whatever happens, it's enough. Just keep coming back to it. Keep showing up. And that's a wrap on another episode of Getting Intimate. I hope you got exactly what you needed today in this podcast and that you can find more ways to bring more juicy connection to yourself, your relationships, your body, and your sexuality. I hope you're feeling inspired and I want you to remember, take what feels really yummy and ditch the rest. Everything I'm offering on this podcast is in service of your greatest pleasure and thriving. And as the Pussy Fairy, it's my duty to bring you more exquisite pleasure. If you want to get in touch, come find me on my website at www.azariamenezes.com. And I have tons of ways you can work with me. You can say hi or you can even ask a question. I would be so happy to hear from you. You can also subscribe to my email for a juicy gift and come find me on Instagram at azaria.menezes. Either way, I'm sending you all the juicy vibes for your week ahead.